This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 936 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. It's time again for another installment of Trading Tips with Michelle Bergeron of Wright Lead Equestrian Center in Louisiana. Michelle is a graduate of Louisiana Scholars College, a North American Riding for the Handicapped registered instructor, British Horse Society certified instructor, and a certified instructor and judge for the World Side Saddle Federation. Today, Michelle and I offer up a few tips for keeping nature out and medications in when you're treating hoof abscesses. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from equestriancollections.com. Hi, Glenn here, and I am back with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. This week I am featuring a group of saddle pads called the T3 Custom Classics 3. They come in several different styles. They come in all-purpose cross-country, close contact, and dressage, but they have a few things in common. This is a, a, um, a pad that you can put shims into. Um, they're orthopedic pads, and I'm, I'm not going to get too much into the specifics because there's a lot of reading on our website. Our website has everything you need to uh, read to get the perfect pad. You can pick the fabric. You can pick the impact that you want and the thermal balance that you want. And all of that is explained on this on the website. So I don't want to get into that. But what I do want to say is that I spoke to a lady last week who works with OTTBs, off-track thoroughbreds, and she could not stop talking about this pad because she says that, you know, so many of them come in with um, uh, funny withers for whatever reason yeah. you know, and lack of muscle here and there. And she uses these pads, and she said she has absolutely been able to fit horses that doesn't fit anything else with this pad. And it changes. You know how a horse changes as he gets fit or gets you know, get some groceries, etc. And this pad can change with the horse. She loves it. And there's a, a girl in our office that is an eventer, and she's the one that turned me on to that and said, you should talk about this pad because it is so, so good for that. So I wanted to clue your listeners in. If you're having trouble fitting a horse and you know you don't want to buy a whole new saddle, um, because you have him in work and you know he's going to be changing or you may have an issue with him, read up on these, pa- on these pads and we have every- you don't have to go to a whole d- bunch of different places. You can just come straight to our site and look up the T3 Custom Classics 3 pads. And that's Toclat, of course, that makes these and they're, they're, they've been making custom pads for 20 years now. Uh, <laughs> they're the best ones out there. So go to questioncollections.com and search for T3 Custom Classics. And welcome back to the show. My favorite gal to get together with on Helpful Hints, Michelle Bergeron from Wright Lead Equestrian Center in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I hear you've got a tip because thing that uh, was inspired by the exceedingly wet weather that you folks have been having down there lately. Yes. 
so necessity is the mother of invention in this case. It has been a abnormally wet winter for the second year in a row, and lots and lots of people here are fighting with abscesses. So I've got a tip for how to keep your horse's foot maybe a little more dry than you would normally this time of year. Shoot, because everybody needs to hear this, because... It doesn't matter where you live in the country. At some point during your year, the soil conditions create abscess-favorable uh, conditions. So, right. uh, shoot, right. go for it. Right. So, uh, this this was not my brainchild. I will give the credit where credit is due to our vet, Dr. French, a couple of years ago. Um, it was wet, as it is here. And he says, uh, you know, we got to keep this horse dry. Well, hard to do. Dug out an abscess, soaked it, treated it, did everything we needed to do, wrapped it up with a diaper. Well, now what? So he went out to the truck and he took an old fluid bag and cut the top off, flipped it over the foot, taped it down, and now... We are waterproof. Huh. So he didn't even... He Now, okay, first things first. Where does one get an old IV bag, or for an, a new one for that matter? Well, I guess I'm lucky because I'm just 10 minutes from LSU Vet School. And now, now that uh, all the clinicians are up on what we do with them, they're, they're very easy to get. They just save the fluid bags and... My vet brings them out on the truck, or I can go up to the university and, and ask for some bags, and they'll run down to ICU and grab a, a whole handful of them. Probably if you asked your vet just to save you some, uh, the small animal vet may not have a large enough bag for you. See, so PT Scooter could use the small animal the, size. Yeah, the pony <laughs> obviously can get away with with. Little tiny the smaller ones. ones. Yeah. 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 But you might want to talk specifically to your equine vet about that. Hmm. So when you put the bag on, tell me the order of ingredients when you do this. What, do you, what goes on first? The order and second. of ingredients? Yes. How's this go? So what we do here, and of course everybody has their own preference and their own special secret recipe for what they do. Um, we'll have it cut out and soak it in Epsom salts. Dry it off as best you can because, you know, you're going to retain some moisture from, from your soaking process. And some people put some Epsom salt directly onto the, the area, the sole abscess that they've cut out. Some people don't. I know uh, last time I wintered in Florida, I was told to mix up some bran and some salt. I'd never heard that before. Um I know our vet now likes us to squirt some some iodine. <laughs> Excuse me. She also has a product called Magna Paste that we've used. We put you know what whatever your preferred concoction is into the bottom of a diaper, just a regular you know baby diaper, and put the diaper around the hoof, and then make a little duct tape square where it's sort of a, a lattice or a herringbone maybe weave on your on your duct tape 
square. You put a bunch of pieces down, and you put a bunch of pieces across. Slap that over the bottom of the diaper. Put your IV bag over all of this. And we just tape it down with some surgical tape or vet wrap. I like to use the vet wrap myself or Elasticon. If you can get Elasticon from your large animal vet. And you're good for, depending on if they wear shoes. If they, if they have, are shod, they're going to wear through that, obviously, a lot quicker than if they're barefoot. But I've got one standing up at the farm right now who's had his bag on since Monday morning. And today is Thursday. We're going to pull it off and have a look, re-soak it. And obviously, you want to talk to your vet about how often they want you to soak it and what sort of treatment you want to do. Because, um, of course, we know every situation is different. Yeah. Well, half the battle, though, is keeping whatever you put on their foot on their foot and keeping Mother Nature out. That's that's half the battle. Well, you know, and when we were just using just the diapers and the duct tape, you know, even if they're inside, it's just a losing battle. Yeah. You go, go back and replace the thing sometimes more than once a day. You know, and if you're boarding and you have to pay someone to do that, this is an expensive endeavor. If you're not boarding... I mean, who, who? I guess maybe the independently wealthy people can just sit around and stare at their horse all day and, and <laughs> jump to it and, you know, rewrap their foot three times a day. But I don't know very many people in the horse world like that. Um, they're off having a job and taking care of their home and their children and, and their dogs and everything else that has to be done. You know, this this treatment on this horse needs to stay there for at least 24 hours. Yeah, and exactly. We've had great luck using these these bags. Cool. So this sure is one of the convenient. this is one of those tips, folks. First, make a batch of cookies. And it's okay that if you, if you go to the grocery store and get the the, uh, the the cookies that you slice from the little roll, but make a fresh batch of cookies, yep. deliver the them to your do. vet and then ask for some IV bags. That's how it works. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I've, I've got a related tip, and this is a really short and easy one. Oh, good. Um, most tax stores nowadays sell at least some farrier supplies, whether you use a local mom-and-pop tax shop or use an online tax shop. Um, and a really handy thing to have around is a pad like you would put under a horseshoe. I prefer okay. I prefer the leather one, but you can get the plastic ones. They come in a million different kinds yeah. and sizes and colors and shapes. But get an inexpensive one. The next time your farrier comes out, have your farrier cut it to the shape and size of your horse's foot or thereabouts. It doesn't have to be perfect. And the next time he rips his shoe off and he has to be walking around on various and sundry rum, uh pokey surfaces like roads and rocks and this and that, mm-hmm. and you want to protect the bottom of his foot, all you have to do is take that um, pad, slap it on the bottom of his foot, and tape the dickens out of it onto his foot. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I've even used really that. really a good idea. Yeah, I've even used that on horses who have to um, be barefoot for an extended period of time because of abscesses that are growing out or bruises. Uh-huh. We can't put a shoe on. Right. And not all horses get along with hoof boots. That's I've had true. Horses, I've had horses that the boot just doesn't work, but the tape-on pad did, and it, it was pretty handy. And what I did is um, at the quarters, about where you would see quarter clips on a horseshoe, 
Right. And then behind the widest part of their foot, on the back quarters, I cut little tiny notches out. So the first layer of tape that went on mm-hmm. didn't have an edge to it. It had that little notch oh. cut out. So oh. I would X that first layer of tape on, and then the second layer of tape uh, it was um, add-ons. But I found that that worked really well. Just buy a really inexpensive pad from a horseshoe or horseshoe or farrier supply store or from your tax shop you can get a uh, an inexpensive pad for about three dollars and fifty cents they're not expensive well, and they're probably reusable to a point oh you can reuse them forever for this this that thing will last you your lifetime wow that's great yeah pretty handy ah then it's just you go. like sitting around in the attack uh, room on a rainy day just talking about stuff See what happens when people, when horse people have spare time? That's right. There we go. <laughs> well, thank you again, uh, Michelle, for stopping by and You're helping welcome. us out. Give folks Anytime. your website address. Uh, well, there you go. You can listen to all of Michelle's tips at horsetipdaily.com by going to the experts drop-down menu on the left. And you can also follow Right Lead Equestrian Center on Facebook at Right Lead Equestrian Center. And now you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for Android and iPhone. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's free and easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. Listeners like me, you ask? Well, yes, folks like you who enjoy the great podcasts on Horse Radio Network can support your favorite programs by supporting our sponsors, like EquestrianCollections.com, and also by becoming an official auditor. Learn how by going to Horsetipdaily.com and look for the Become an Auditor banner right in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.